Nej. Do you watch wrestling? We watch wrestling! And that is exactly what this show happens to be called. Welcome, one and all, friend and foe, heel and babyface. Everyone is welcome at the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. A podcast by and for professional wrestling fans about what it's like to be a professional wrestling fan for better or for worse. This is your bearded, bullied, blue face. Oh, get to it. Blubbering host, wrestling Matt McCarthy. With me as always when he feels like it. The professional wrestling Padawan, Tom Sibley. It's like you're turning hey, man, heel. I won't leave you, but I'll really stab you in your back. We got to cut that Silent. mic. And heel. Cut that mic. <laughs> He's turning heel, everyone. Sakes. Cross the ring I was from always him. heel. Cross the ring from him. We'll never turn heel. You're the Bruno San Martino of the podcast. <laughs> Thank yes. <you>. Thank you. <laughs> MSG's is home. Thank the you. professional wrestling encyclopedia, Vince Averill. I live to take liberties on Tom. And behind me, the man doing the heavy listening, our producer and gracious host, Rob Sibley. Well, hello there. Guy. This is the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. We are here each and every Wednesday at 3.16 a.m. 3.16 a.m. every Wednesday, We Watch Wrestling. Um, we're on uh, Zoom, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, uh, whatever. Uh, whatever they got it, we got it. they got it, we got it. We're on it. Uh, we're everywhere for you. Coming all around you. Rate, review, subscribe, do whatever you can. Uh, We appreciate the support. It's the only way for us to get everybody listening. Uh, We want to watch wrestling with all of you. Every once in a while, we do special issues. uh, Like uh, this Friday, we're going to be watching uh, the original WrestleMania. Uh, That's very fun. And then... uh, we're on Tumblr, We Watch Wrestling Podcast. Uh, please email us, we watch wrestling podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Vine. Uh, we Watch Wrestling on Vine. We're on Twitter. We Watch W Podcast. Tom, what does the W stand for this week? The W stands for this motherfucker. Oh, my God. Seriously? You no, are, no, you, no. Like I had it. Even... You know it's coming every single time. Fuck and you guys. Just... I had it on the way over. I, 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 I held on to it. Fuck. Has he been like this? You have two non-alcoholic beers, and the motherfucker's lost his mind. Oh yeah, guys, Bucklers. If you don't drink, try Bucklers. Um, (laughs) Fuck. It's uh, we'll just go with the W in Rich Swan, everybody. What? How about we're moving on? Let's let's get the fuck. Uh, Go to our website, wewatchwrestlingpodcast.com. It's everything we've all been talking already been talking about. We also have uh, links to our. We've got an Amazon banner. If you're doing anything, you can help us monetarily there. We also have T-shirts at uh, prowrestlingtees.com backslash uh, not backslash is just yep. slash right slash slash slash. Yeah, guys, get yourself we watch, a T-shirt. We watch wrestling. Uh, we got four different designs on there. They're all very fun. Uh, the uh, the website also has links to Spotify and YouTube. Sometimes we uh, it has a Spotify playlist of all the songs that we have at the beginning of the show, and then we also have a, a playlist on uh, YouTube of things that we happen to watch. Rob, is there anything else? Uh, no, that that covers it all, actually. Well, there's one. There is one more thing. Else. Uh, every once in a while, we have a. Uh, it's not a special issue, and, you know, because I'm a comic book mark as well. I love the, uh, I love the drawings. I love the drama. It's just like pro wrestling in a way. Um, it's good versus evil, and it never ends. It's uh, 
our pleasure sometimes to welcome special guests, and this is one of those issues where we have a guest, and this is a very special guest we're very excited to have with us. Um, uh, writer, uh, probably, uh, may, may even rival Vince's claim to being the Encyclopedia of Professional Wrestling, because this man wrote the WWE Encyclopedia. He literally wrote the literally Encyclopedia. Literally wrote the book. Will you please welcome our guest, kids, Kevin Sullivan. Talk about pressure. Wrote the book, huh? <laughs> wrote the book. Oh, you wrote geez. the book. He made you it did. all up. Okay. We're, we're putting it all on you. You you made all this garbage up, didn't this you? This is on you. This it's is all on my you. fault. <laughs> I'll tell you, now I know how uh, real celebrities must feel when they're watching Letterman do his little thing from the green room. You know, I'm used to listening to the issues on iTunes, but now hearing it live, you know, you now don't. I know how it feels. Now you have to live it. It's an yeah. honor, and you're welcome. So is the new book, the the WWE 50, is oh, it right. a similar got format? A, yeah, you got something new coming out. What it, tell us about that. Yeah, WWE 50, it's... Um, I wouldn't call it a similar format. It's probably like a hybrid of the encyclopedia and then maybe a uh, a long a long form book. So it's about um, fifty thousand words, about a couple hundred pages. A lot of, a lot of pictures like the encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you could, you could compare it there, but um, a lot more copy, a lot more to digest as far as storytelling and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it's as it's similar to the uh, the the DVD of the same name. Or a similar no. name? No, no. Um, well, obviously, yeah, it tracks the 50-year history. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, with the DVD, they obviously had uh, a limited amount of space. And I think they they did a great job. But I think what they did was they, they really just went into a lot of the we what you s- saw on TV. We type need something things. for the eggheads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So along uh, along while you're you're in the process of, of doing the 50, right, how much, like how often are you having to have someone in connecticut say this can't be in there or that yeah what's the note process like yeah uh it was actually a breeze this is it was my 10th book with these guys yeah Um, wow well let me rewind six of them were were kids books so i don't know if they really count they're like little like how to read it sounds like a book book. sounds like a book book. to me yeah more books than i've written yeah (laughs) i've only written four I forget who I stole the line from, but it's. I like to say I've written more books than I've read. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But I stole it. Well, uh, but yeah, the process. Uh, so in the beginning of it, they said, "Here, here's an opportunity. We want a book on the 50th anniversary. Go." And that was the extent of it. Seriously? Um, it, yeah, seriously. And you know, I talk to them every you know couple weeks or so. And during one of the calls very early on, they said, hey, you know, don't forget, we got to talk about the steroid trial. We got to talk about uh, Chris Benoit and Owen Hart. Wow. And I did what you just did. I said, seriously? <laughs> wow. That seems crazy. Because yeah. they, they wanted to see how you were going to handle it, or they were like, we don't want that in there, or... I was just shocked that they wanted it in there, you know, because yeah. you go back and look at, like, their website and whatnot. You don't really get a lot of that. Yeah, of course. I wonder, do they think the book reaches like a completely different, not completely different audience, but like a, a segment of the audience that it, uh, they feel like it's okay to have that stuff? Because they spend yeah. so much time hiding it, I think, you know? Yeah, I think so. Be- only because if you go back and look at some of the books that they've done in the past, they've all been really inside type books, with the exception of a few. Definitely. You know, like uh, 
Guerrero's book and Stone Cold book and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, I think they're they're they think they're reaching a different audience. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that they explicitly told you to avoid? Necessarily, like we want to kind of stay away from this area. We don't need that in there. No, I mean, you don't have to answer that too. I don't know if that's too uh, <laughs> no, no, really baseball-y didn't. to ask. Leave it to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. They really just turned it over to me and said, "Go." Mm, that's awesome. That's no. not what I would expect. It's my. It's not the first time they've done that. I did a championship book, the history of the title in '09, and uh, it was also just okay. Go write a book and give it to us when you're done. So. This is such a massive undertaking. What's like the first day like of of getting it started? Like, all right, I'm going to do this now. What do you do? I waste more time, and I, this <laughs> by now I'm like, okay, just get into what you have to do, Kev. You know, I'm talking <laughs> to myself. But I waste more time. Like, I really should watch this match in its entirety on YouTube when I never have to. So the first couple, I would say, even week, I'm just wasting time, just getting caught up, taking some notes, that type of thing. Well, I think Matt had some ideas for some young young adult book titles that uh, you, if you had a, a few more of those, you were going to write for them. Maybe, uh... Uh, yes. Uh, uh, there's um, uh, the the spooky tales of the very unhappy boy in the CN pumpkin patch. <laughs> that would be like for you know the the fall season. We could get that one out for the young adults, and then also there's the um, elbow yeah. drop your way into puberty. Mm-hmm. And then there's. Um, uh, she said yes, 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 <laughs> yes. A story of love, the Daniel Bryan and and uh, which one, Brie Bella story? One of the Bellas, yeah. One of the <laughs> that should be the name of it. <laughs> one of the <laughs> yeah, a story of love, Daniel Bryan and one of the Bellas. <laughs> That's really funny. I'll pass those on. When did you start watching wrestling? And there's that one about STDs called You Can't See Me, about the initial <laughs> stages of getting an STD. There you go. Yeah. See, Sibley, get your head out of the car. that was theater. outstanding. Was it? That was outstanding. We're shaking hands. Shaking hands. Right, we're shaking hands. Fuck You've really sake. grown. <laughs> Kevin, when did you start watching wrestling? On? Oh, yeah, their shirts are they're touching. Oh, yeah, okay. we touched chests. We didn't actually shake hands. That's, that's what he meant when he said shake. Yeah. It is so bizarre that Tom has managed to make this podcast that much more homoerotic <laughs> just like professional wrestling itself although it often goes unsaid hold on that made it seem like i was saying that homosexuality was disgusting and that's not what i was saying. oh no 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 uh, to- uh, tom is disgusting tom that's... is disgusting thank yeah. you no if you think i'm di- well never mind i'm not gonna if you think i'm disgusting you think homosexual is disgusting all right but I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make sense all right all right never mind give that's kevin outrageous. the floor give kevin the floor kevin how are you I'm sorry I did that. When? So someone wants to know when I started watching. I want to know. I want to know. Tom wants to put a shirt back on. <laughs> Where did you grow up, Kevin? Connecticut. Born and raised. Mm. Still here. Uh, but, not uh, far from uh, headquarters, actually. Well, I grew up in Rhode Island. Where in uh, Connecticut are you from? I'm in... Uh, well, I grew up in Trumbull. Okay. Where? Where's that? You familiar? It's... Uh, Probably twenty miles south of the headquarters in Stanford. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have an when office at south, the headquarters? I mean, north. Um, yeah, I had. To, <laughs> well, I was there for ten years, so I had an office there, and then uh, I left in '08, and that's actually when I started writing books oh, okay. for them. You worked for the um, magazine. 
Yeah, I was in the magazine briefly, mainly in dot-com. I started uh, mm-hmm. in 98, had no clue what a computer was, and they put me in their dot-com. Figure that out. What was it like <laughs> when... Uh... What was it like when it, I didn't like, even have my own computer? <laughs> They're like, we got just a job for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Get him on a computer. Smarten him up. Um, so is what did you what did you it was it only WWF that you watched when you were a kid? Did we lose him? Did we lose Kevin? Uh, oh, yeah, is. mainly WWF. I remember I was it was probably around uh WrestleMania one. Um I was at a new school, and I, I kind of wanted to fit in, obviously. Kids around me were talking about WrestleMania. I was like, oh, well, if I got to fit in, I got to go watch this stuff. You know, Kevin. I was wrong, obviously, but then I went and watched the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what wrestler was the first wrestler that really hooked you? That you were like, I like that guy. I want to know more about that oh, guy. Oh, come on, Tom Sibley. What? Who, you, don't, you don't know the answer. I bet I know the answer. Kevin, what's your answer? You don't know the answer. What What is the answer? Mine's so awful. Oh God, uh, Paul Orndorff. Wow, Mr. Wonderful. Ah, Paul. that's not. See, that's not so surprising. My brother was a huge Mr. Wonderful fan. Hmm. Yeah, and he had nothing. There was nothing to him. I don't know why I liked him so much. He looked like he had his hair cut with an axe. <laughs> a firecracker. <laughs> he yeah he but he he was jacked up. Yeah, hot bod. Uh, I remember he was one of the first. Uh, of those uh, those fucking big rubber figures, the first ones. Yeah, well, that I got also like in an era of such big, larger than life characters, he managed to have a mystique because there was nothing to his character. He just thought he was wonderful, mm-hmm. and then it seemed like, and not to take anything away from Paul Orndorff, but it never really seemed like there was much going on there. Outside of a fancy robe, outside I'm of a fancy a... robe and and a, and a tremendous physique. Yes, an amazing physique. What drew you to him? It was the uh, the pile driver. Are you guys hearing well, the me? Pile okay? driver, of course. Lovely, lovely radio talk here, guys. You're cutting out a little bit, Uh-oh. but I could fake it. You guys hearing me? Okay. Yeah, we're we're hearing you. Okay. You, you know, let's let's um pause okay, for a second. Re- retry the connection because maybe it's just getting a little slow. So let let let's, let's, let me just call you back. Okay. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Listener Skype isn't an exact science. Right, Bear with us. Back. None of this is going to make the show. Well, we we should keep talking because he does have a, a hard out. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, these are wild. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey. All right. Sorry, but yeah, last couple of minutes I was in. You guys are in and out. I apologize. How do we sound now? As long as you apologized, it's fine. Yeah. As long as you apology accepted, Kevin. Thank you. That's right. (laughs) Crystal clear. Don't get hot. (laughs) So Paul Orndorff, the pile driver. It's yeah, that was it. You know, I was young, so it didn't take much to trick me. So it was the pile driver and the uh, fancy robe. I mean, Mm. frankly, you you said it all right there. It really was the pile driver. That was mega over. He did have a beautiful robe in our house. One Oriole Street in Rumford, Rhode Island. That was mega over. Mm. I took a couple from my brother. Rest assured, yeah, that's how over oh, it was sure. in my place. Front lawn. <laughs> oh fuck! Leave yeah. a big divot in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I wouldn't sell. I'm amazed that the Sibley brothers didn't wrestle in the yard and throw each other around. We did. Oh, we, we beat the shit out of each yeah, other. Yeah, we beat the shit out of each other. Just but wasn't, it wasn't because of pro wrestling. It what was, happened was me and my brother Christopher watched the movie Over the Top. Right. And we got so jacked up by that. I remember looking at him and just saying, do you want to fight right now? And he said, yeah. <laughs> right. And we just rolled around on the floor for like 45 minutes. Yeah, and we were more into guns and war. Yeah. yeah we had like oh. so many like Nerf guns and like cro- like, like those crossbows that sh- like shot darts and stuff like that. Right. And, I mean, we'd be shooting the, you know, the shit out of each other with those. those Kevin, things. were you into guns and war as well? No, I was a, uh, a wrestling dork. You know, I didn't do G.I. Joe or any of that. He Man, you know what I did? He Man. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, awesome. so good, big time. I mean, a half if I had commercial for the toys, I'd still do it now. <laughs> uh, never comic books. Uh, I tried for a little while, and I still have a, a few piles, but um, yeah, I just never really sustained. Mm. Kevin, uh, did you ever have a point where you dropped out of wrestling at a younger age? Like maybe this isn't cool. Maybe I'm not going to get the chicks. Maybe I should cool it with <laughs> wrestling. Yeah, it was very briefly at uh, around WrestleMania 9. And then my father came home of, around WrestleMania 10 and said, Hey, good, you know, I got tickets to WrestleMania 10. And I had to feign enthusiasm because <gasps> he, he didn't know that I wasn't a fan anymore. Oh, uh, no. But you weren't even a little jacked up that you were at least going to go to Mania? I mean, that's you could still find <laughs> some enthusiasm in you. Well, by the time it came around, I was excited and I was watching again, and it's been going ever since. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. Just when you thought you were out, your father pulled you back in again. <laughs> what, uh, which, which match uh, did you like best at WrestleMania 10? Do I even have to ask? Tom Sibley, yes or no? I, uh, yeah, I think you do have to ask because you, you thought you had it before and he orndorfed you. So. All right, let's see. What was your favorite match at WrestleMania 10? Uh, for me, it was Brett Owen. I know for- uh, see that, again the second see? choice. See? He, he is a connoisseur of the art. Yes. Uh, what was the main event that you thought he was going to say? The ladder match. Oh, okay. This motherfucker Wait, is the, a Somali the of wrestling. Sean and holy and shit, you were there for that? Yeah, I was lucky. It's amazing for like a lousy WrestleMania. There was two really good matches. Yeah, it was a really beat WrestleMania, but those two matches were fucking five. Yeah, stars. but yeah, those are like famous, insanely yeah. good matches. Oh my god! I had trouble getting past the X that opened and closed. Mm. Looked like a cardboard X. Oh, yeah. Where were your seats? Uh, I was around hard cameras. I was looking at the X, mm. the Roman numeral X. Mm-hmm. Wow! Just uh, couldn't get past it. There wasn't opening and closing. And it was then, tough. Uh, and then from that WrestleMania on, yeah. Then I went to WrestleMania 11 again. Believe it or not. Jeez! Uh, wow! God, the mania is on this guy. <laughs> Favorite match from Mania 11. How are uh, you? WrestleMania 11 was worse than WrestleMania 10. Definitely. I can't even tell you. Oh, really? Was it? There was nothing redeeming in that one? I, I, mean, was, I was excited maybe when Yoko came out. I don't know. That was that was bad. Well, I mean, was it uh, cool that you were outside? Because I feel like seeing wrestling outside is a... Oh. But that one was nine. I wasn't at that one. Oh, fuck. Right. Sorry. <laughs> no encyclopedia over yeah, there. Right. We're talking to the real encyclopedia. I'm gonna go home. (laughs) I'm going home, Michael. Uh oh, uh oh, Michael, they're going home. Sounds like CM Punk. (laughs) Punk man, punking us. It's it's taking a new meaning, and it and it means something for us. It's like these bastards on Twitter with their WCW Women Crush Wednesdays. It makes me insane. Yeah. So I'm glad our show goes out on Wednesday, and I always do hashtag WCW. 
Take that, you internet nerds. Yeah, take that, you women, and you're crushing on other women. <laughs> what about this year's WrestleMania card? Uh, how, how do you feel about it, Kevin? That's a great question, Vince. Uh, as long as they do it, in my opinion, what would be right, and Daniel Bryan wins those two matches, then I'm over the moon about it. Uh, but if he doesn't walk out with the title, I'm a, I'll be a little upset, obviously. Here, here we sit once again thinking, how can they possibly not do that? And that's what makes it so scary because you know you can be sitting there and I, you're like, I can't fucking believe that they did not do the right thing. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Triple H wins that match. No. That Triple H wins that match. And then I can't. I'm not. I'm not figuring out what B is. But if I can go like, I can't get from A to B. But it, C is going to be Daniel Bryan somehow figures out a way to get into that triple threat. Or even they could they could make it a fatal four-way, but I doubt it. I feel like it's going to be played up like... Because Triple H, you can say whatever you want about Triple H. He loves putting people over at WrestleMania. And I could see him acting like you know, incapacitated, like Daniel Bryan separates his shoulder or something in the yes lock, something crazy, you know, I will, I guarantee it. I, I guarantee th- it. I, I think and that then Daniel you, uh, Bryan gets his way into the main event. You got something there. I think I got because, something there. Because I think to do it straight up, once he wins yeah. the first match, people are going to be like, oh, well, boss, maybe this is the idea that gets me thrown out of the room. <laughs> Kevin, what do you think is going to happen? If you had to That's guess. All, ve- all very Vince Russo of you guys. Not, uh, not to insult or anything. Yeah, yeah you come on our right? program, that, you that start calling like us Vince, Vince Russo. Russo. Uh, the, the good guy still goes <laughs> over in the end. It just, seemed, okay. it just <laughs> seems like everything has been building up to this and the ultimate payoff that we've all been just waiting for. Just to fuck with them a little bit and because if you're going to have a match in between or maybe you do that mid-show, the, the Triple H and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I've heard that. I like the idea of doing it right before the main event and just have Daniel Bryan take such a beating where he's practically yeah. oh that's fucking really good and he's just laying in the ring waiting for the, the next match to start oh my yeah. god <laughs> and then stephanie comes out and she's like and that match starts now oh. although that that's very raw you can't just announce the main event of wrestlemania is about to happen <laughs> it, it'd be obvious it's coming but still but still kids that's like the that. worst part about all this. There's no guarantees. There's no. I read a, a, a sort right. of. I read a sort a, a poorly written article. I think it was on maybe Deadspin, something where the guy was saying how the network will be the death of pay per view because now that everyone's already paid for the pay per view, there's uh-huh. even more reason to have it provide you anything like it used to. You know, it's just another raw essentially. It's that's nonsense. You you got to agree with that, right? That is nonsense. No, I, I, I thought the article was not written well, mm-hmm. and I don't tend to agree, but you have to sort of entertain the idea that now they're like, well, we're not even trying to get... I mean, they want more people to buy the network. Absolutely, but... Yeah, now more than ever, that uh, I think they have to do a good job selling these events. So you think events. it's the other way? It's the other yeah. way around. Well, look at it this way. Main event has never been a more exciting show than it been that now that it's streaming live on the network. 
You know, like when Main Event first started, I believe the first episode of Main Event uh, on Ion in HD, Tom Sibley, Mm. was CM Punk versus Alberto Del Rio for the first time ever. I'm almost positive that's what the main event was. An actual main event. Precisely. Since then, it's kind of fallen from the status players and more uh, focused on, for the better, just longer matches. Like that guy, did, did you guys actually watch that AJ Natalia match that was just on uh, main event? I did not see it. I did not see it. Oh my God. It was so good. It was so good. Now, let me ask you this Was it good because everything else on WWE TV involving the women is has been horrible for so long? So, um, for, what I'm you saying mean is for if, decades? If, if that match took place at. PWG or something, would you have been as impressed or were you more impressed because it was simply on WWE TV and it was a good match? Um, it was better than uh, it wasn't. It, well, it, well it, it's hard to say PWG just because of like the acrobatics and stuff that are usually associated with those shows. Right. So it's a, sort of a different thing. It's a different it is a different thing. But for WWE for a WWE's women's match. It, honestly, if it was like two of the undercard guys had the same match, I would have loved it. But it's like AJ is so fucking good. Yeah. She's so fucking good. It's unbelievable where AJ was and where she is now. And I and I am ecstatic that she's done it. She is so fucking good. I think that we're about to have a renaissance in that division if it's allowed to happen. I because like a lot of the could, girls they have. It, oh! You watch NXT and those women's matches. Are not very because hard to watch. I oh my god! I was I if if they would bring uh, fucking Sarah Del Rey to the main roster, like they as the fucking oh, god damn it as anything, but then get into the fucking divas division that way. I'm sorry, I get upset about the divas. No, are you no. making faces behind my back. No, 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 not at all. Kevin, not. things are breaking down. Over here in Santa Monica, because Tom just got caught talking nope. shit. No, no, not at all. <laughs> now, Kevin, do you turn the TV off so when the DV, when the divas hit the screen? Or yeah, Kevin, what, what's your oh, feeling but, on the divas? So, so but wait, 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 the original point was I don't think the pay per views are gonna be mean less. They're gonna be even more because it's like they're live, live on the network. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different thing, and it and it's very exciting. And it still needs to be sold. I think so. Yeah, still needs to be sold. Let me go back to. Um, the Divas, though, yeah, I agree yeah. that we're going to be uh, Renaissance because that Paige Emma match at, uh, what was it, Arrival? Yeah. May have been my favorite Divas match in the past 10 years. Right? Yeah. What was yeah, it about that match, time. though, for you? It's just a great it, match. Yeah, they gave them time, and they wasn't just someone shaking their butt in somebody else's face. Uh, it was legitimate wrestling. But they can actually work. Long. You know, it's like sometimes you watch, and, and maybe uh, Alicia Fox is working her ass off, but it just, she just is not going to be able to do what those girls did, I don't think. But I'm just saying, it was AJ and Natalia. Natalia's just the fucking shit. And then if they brought up Sarah Del Rey, and then Natalia and Sarah Del Rey start doing like fucking amazing programs. But AJ is so great in that, and I'm so fucking sad that Caitlyn's gone. And that, may, you know, it, it, I, wish, I wish the girl would go over to Japan and do some time in the dojo and then just come back as a 
fucking murderer because she's got the look, she's got the she's got the mouth, and she's got the talent. If she just had the moves and the dedication to the wrestling, mm. it could be our. Oh! They have Sorry. young boys over there. Do they have young girls as well? There's plenty of girls over. Are you asking about wrestling time now, or are you being a dirtbag? No, <laughs> he is being a dirtbag. <laughs> I'm not being a dirtbag. Yeah, maybe the Japan is the wrong place for them because they're all dirtbags over there. It's just, uh, you know, they've uh, they've they've patterned their entire culture on, you know, post-World War Two Americans who were all dirtbags. Let's be honest. Greatest generation. Greatest dirtbags. Yeah. Tom Sibley. Biggest dirtbags. Tom Sibley said it first. There you go. Absolutely. Hey, Vince, what's with this anti-American sentiment coming from Tom Sibley? First, he's yeah. acting like a pretty boy. Yeah. Then he's acting like a know-it-all. Now he hates America. Yeah. I'm sitting here chanting USA, USA. And you're wearing yeah. a tribute to the troops. I'm wearing a tribute to the troops. <laughs> troops WWE shirt. Are you trying to say And this you- guy's saying <laughs> he hates America. I just don't understand him anymore. Maybe he needs to go back to Mexico and stay. Maybe you need to stay down in Arena Mexico. Where the, given coffee enemas to steam a queen, <laughs> you sons of bitches. Read all about you. Have you watched Star Arcade 83 since last we met? I haven't. I think so. I haven't had time to, to, uh, to watch that's anything. That's one of the most un American things uh, you could do is not watch Star Arcade 83. Kevin Sullivan, how are you? Do you ever get, your, get a chance to see any of the indies? No. I, I'm, uh, I'm going to upset a lot of your listeners. I don't really get into the indie scene. It just, I guess it, I'm an elitist. No, I, no, subjective art makes, form. You do like, what you like. But you said it yourself. You you were born and raised and and still reside and work in Connecticut. It makes perfect sense. It's it's that's not that's that's on them. <laughs> no one else gets to decide what you like, Kevin. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, they they've infused it into my blood, and you know, Matt, from working there. Once it's in there. I mean, come on! It, it's anybody who likes to pretend anything watches wwe even if you don't watch it anymore you know who the people are you know what's going on you're gonna see wrestlemania or you're gonna hear about it i mean give me a break everybody pretends like it's so terrible it's the mecca it's the shit it's what's happening man they fucking won they did vince won and it 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 very well might be in good hands with hunter and steph let's pray to god God, that let's pray. <laughs> let's all pray to Andre the Giant that the company is in good hands because well, we need it. We need it to stay alive. Speaking of Andre, who's going to win the uh, battle royal? No. Uh, Matt and I were talking on the way in here that that's a match. Like when people are talking about, oh, the car doesn't look this way, whatever. It's like you got to think back when when you were a kid. Like that probably would have been one of the the biggest matches you were looking forward to. And mm-hmm. you have to be able to dial in on that feeling of like they're going to have fucking 30 guys in the ring. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And who's going to win? Is it going to be the same way they 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 do it? Like is it going to be um It's not one at a time. It's not like a Royal Rumble. It's 30 guys in the somebody ring. Somebody get word to Tom about what? what a battle royal is. That's a battle royal. They just start with 30 guys in there? Exactly. That oh used to be God. exactly. That was a huge once a year main event type thing that they would do. Jesus, back a lot of a, a lot day. of territories. Yeah, would have the battle royal, and, and it'd is be a it, huge draw? Is it the same setup over the rope? Yep. So, you got to throw. You got to be. You got to go over the top rope. It, Hang is, tight, both, Kevin. We're explaining what a battle royal on is. The floor. So, are, is it just is it straight away? Since it's thirty guys in the ring, are people flying out of the ring in the first like two minutes? Um, it's pretty crazy. Um, sometimes, lots of times it's just like, 
the brawl just starts and you just see it's oh goddamn bodies are flying everywhere it's holy hell out there king <laughs> king king i can't see it looks like uh what, what what's some of the shit you say is like uh it, it, it looks like the last day of draft day at the uh no that's bob Euchre. <laughs> <laughs> fucking um sub- oh oh it looks like uh 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 uh, 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 uh it looks like a saturday afternoon in tusky oklahoma something like that something like that well, let's have tom answer first who's gonna win the the honor of the giant battle what do you think tommy i i keep hearing uh, i think i've heard you guys saying it makes sense that big show would win because to keep the tradition of like the giant alive he is a giant and since it, it, this is a new thing, right? The trophy, this isn't a, a regular if, thing. I guess if we were, you know, being kayfabe money odds makers, the biggest money would be on Big Show, and then the second biggest money would be on the great Kali. Oh, my God. You know? Oh, and, I have to pee. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, uh, way down the list in the odds, but would be the guy that I would lay my money on as, like, the smart money would be Kozlov. Oh yeah. What do you think, Vince? Uh say again. Kozlov wins it. Listen, uh, you know, at the Astrodome, Rock Austin Astrodome, they had that uh they had that battle royal with all the um oh, all the, the legends. Mm-hmm. And Iron uh Iron Sheik had to win because he couldn't be thrown out of the ring. So if Iron Sheik comes through the curtain, he's going to have to win. <laughs> if they bring him out there, you know he can't take that bump over the top rope. He's going to have to. He's going to end up winning. Do you think there's going to be? Uh, might... Iron Sheik might be in it, right? Well, he very well might be. Kevin, who do you think is going to win it? Yeah. So I brought it up. I was kind of teeing myself up, so I sounded smart. And then Matt so went hard as a my... rock right now. <laughs> took he took my Kozlov line, stole what? my thunder. Oh, you think Kozlov's going to take it? Yeah, I kind of do. Yeah. It has to be a heel, I think, just it to have the trophy. You can't have a babyface walking around with an Andre trophy. Absolutely not. No, that, that would kill it. Yeah. Why? Because it's, it's, not, something, it's, it's, something to, yeah, it's just something to rub in people's faces, right? Exactly. It's either him or JTG. I'm kidding. Ah, a what, joke. What, what if the babyface wins it, though, and then the heel smashes the trophy? I always like yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. I, I love that. Like, I, I could see Brett the Hitman Hart entering the Battle Royal and then uh, smashing it a la WrestleMania <laughs> fucking, uh, what, five? I'd rather blow Four? my brains out. What is it? I'd rather blow my brains out than let him have the trophy. From a character standpoint. From a character standpoint. <laughs> um, Kevin, what... Uh, who do you think it's going to come down to in the battle royal? I, well, we don't know everybody that's going to be in the yeah. battle royal. Are they going to be surprises in the battle? Because the the, the real yeah. Americans were going to be in there, right? Cesaro said he was going to be in, and now they have their own match. And now they're not, and it's goddamn. Uh, I guess why the hell are Goldust and Cody Rhodes in the battle royal? That sucks. Yeah. Well, uh, it might be time to push Yoshitatsu to the moon. Can we put a start? rocket on Yoshitatsu's ass? Hey, Kevin. What's up? T-Bone here. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen with the shield? Kevin, where, where do you shake out on Can you give yourself a nickname? Because T-Bone is a self-given nickname, and I think it's bullshit. It's a nickname I've had for years. Uh, you Kevin, made up. do you have any nicknames that you want us to wear? T-Bone. Uh, no, I really don't. I guess, you know, the, the kids used to call me Sully, I guess. Sully. Nice. Hey, so, right. so what do you think is going to happen with the shield? How are they going to shake that out? I think they are... Uh, I think they're stuck together for the next six months. Really? You know, they wouldn't have done this babyface thing. It looks like they turned babyface. I can't tell. Uh, I don't think they would have done it if they weren't going to keep them together. They would have just broke them up and had uh, 
I Roman know. Go. I'd love I know. to know what happened there. It doesn't feel like they're breaking up now, does yeah. it? I don't think so. And I like it. I like teams who stay together for a couple of years. But couldn't they just be leading us down the primrose path to jack us? You never know. They could. They could. Again, that's like, I'm so like, simple when it comes to storylines. That's why like I brought up Russo before. I didn't mean to offend anybody. <laughs> you know, when it's black and white, good guy versus bad guy, go. You know, wins wins and losses, go. Yeah. That's that's my favorite thing with wrestling. Yeah. But you still watch WWE. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Absolutely. And Kevin, what do you think about this whole punk work, huh? Oh, work, huh? <laughs> yeah, Tom. Uh, Tom, uh, uh, listeners, Tom wants to. Uh, well, uh, Tom, are you ready to publicly apologize? There you go. No, I'm not because I am still at this point post mania. It, I, we'll, we'll come back to this if I'm going to have a public apology post mania. Uh, I want to know if uh, you you use. think that uh, 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 often featured guest of Talking Dead, Phil Brooks. Is going to AKA make, CM Punk. Never heard of him. Is gonna <laughs> make an appearance. Who the fuck is CM Punk? At some point, somebody's gonna say that. Somebody sitting in an office in Stanford is gonna say that. And then what what are you gonna what you gonna do, Tom Sibley? No, it doesn't matter to me because it's not a work at this point. Whether he shows back up, whether he fucking goes on to never be seen again. At right. this point, what, what it, it what started it, as was not a work, and that was the only argument we had. What it could be was this guy needs a break. Let's take him out. Let's give it some heat. Let's give it some drama. Let's make it seem like he's really gone for uh, good. What are you talking about? And Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Well, hey, I can have opinions. <laughs> Not when they're wrong. Kevin, what do you think's going on with the punk work? <laughs> I, I, there's no money in it being a work, I think. Some heat and some drama. Have you, have you ever uh, written an encyclopedia about? about the product or anything? <laughs> you, why, do we, why should we trust your opinion on this? Uh, and then if he was going to be at WrestleMania, um, Matt, you've been in these conversations probably more than I have. They're going to want to promote that and make money out of that. That's exactly it, my man. But they got enough with Brian to promote that to have him come back and make all the papers through Mania the fuck are you yeah. talking i don't even guys, know this is like this you is guys, like arguing an algebra it's, equation yeah, no, it's and like, you don't know what the fuck x is it's like arguing with a golden retriever because <laughs> it's it's just there is nothing coming at me i don't even know what papers can't, why can't you the guys, usa today is going to cover cm punk returns internet marks stunned listen listen to me is all it right blathering or blithering? like kevin got hooked blithering, in by paul orndorff mr wonderful the old t-bone got hooked in by cm punk i want to believe i don't want to give up hope the whole reason i'm sitting here with you guys and talking to kevin sullivan writer of the encyclopedia you can be hopeful and not is because of the second city saint cm punk you can still be wrong i don't want to be wrong who the fuck is t kevin, kevin. Kingdom, i don't want you to be wrong either please sorry go ahead any chance the boogeyman shows up at the, uh, the battle royal I'm still uh, you don't know i return. think we have more of a chance of boogeyman than <laughs> oh, cm no, punk don't finish that <laughs> oh absolutely boogeyman he would love to come there is more chance of little boogeyman showing up for the battle royal <laughs> and winning there's oh, more wait, chance the... of linda mcmahon so the battle up. royal has the the possibility of of a real like surprises some huge surprises well they haven't named everybody so yeah it's just yeah. it's 30 people so everyone's gonna get well where it is on the card, it needs to be on the card. It's important. It's for a prestigious new trophy that means something. So it's not the pre-show. 
the four. But hour apparently, pre-show. this goddamn thing's going to be six hours long or something. <laughs> it's going to be like Super Bowl Sunday. It's like the pregame starts a week in advance. I can't say that I don't love it. What's I, driving me crazy about me is it's so poised to be this unbelievable thing, this amazing show. But I've watched every pay per view for the past year, and I know that's a very precarious tightrope walk that could go wrong with some kind of fucked up thing. And the possibility of being disappointed is still very high. Yeah, it's just nerve wracking. How are you nervous about de- being disappointed when you think CM Punk is coming back next week? You're, 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 I you're want, a boob. I want, um, well, not next week, at some point. Right. It's too. I don't know what this. Yeah, what it's two no. weeks. Whatever. Whenever he's back on Walking all I'm Dead, saying yeah, or Talking Dead. Excuse me. I mean, all right, whether or not Punk shows up, basically, what I'm really saying is, I I want to see Daniel Bryan take everything, and for us to finally get the payoff that we've all been waiting for, what seems for like a year now. Kevin, uh, I think are you you're still good. good on time? Thank You'll you, Kevin, Th- and thank you for being so kind and using the nickname. I don't know with some reverence. About. I don't yeah. know what Tom yeah. is talking about. Yeah, yeah, let's go. I still have time. Okay, Kevin, who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, it changes, uh, but right now it's Cesaro. Mm, good choice. Good. Strong, strong, strong choice. Strong yes. physically. Very Love his strong. character. Um, what do you think? Are they going to break up the Real Americans? It seemed like it. Now, are they going to stay together now, or? <laughs> What do you think? Yeah. Looks like they're staying together now. And I hope they win. At, what, is it going to be a triple threat at Mania? Seems like it, right? Uh, it seems like it. I like them as champs. Definitely. Yeah. I miss, man, when Jack Swagger uh, had the had the world title and he was in the ring with all his trophies mm-hmm. talking about it. That, I, I'm simply never seen that. I was into no, it. No, I just what, I was watching some mania before where he was coming out and fighting Michael Cole. He was a major part. I can't believe that guy's fallen so far. I'll tell you the one thing with Cesaro that bugs me are those things around his thighs. The like it's like electrical tape around a fucking piece of paper but, towel or whatever. You know, but like, I mean, it's... if you just focus on the thigh though, <laughs> and just the muscularity of those thighs, I love Cesaro and I love Claudio Castagnoli, and mm-hmm. uh, that dude is. It's it just I never. Am against well, it depends on what it is, but that's not something that bothers me because it just in a very small but in a very real way it enhances him because it it sets him apart from everyone else and it reminds us that he was a professional rugby player exactly. He's so fucking cool. Goes he's so strong. No, but like literally, his his natural strength (laughs) is just it's just mind blowing. I hate it. When on the rare occasion, it's usually Cena. I think Cena's done it a couple times. Uh, Cena, in a way to try to sort of cut him down, uh, makes light of the size of his nipples. Awful. 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 Why would you do that? Why would you do that? And then last week, he made fun of uh, Bray Wyatt about making him look like that singer. Jimmy Buffett? Yeah, there you go. That singer. (laughs) That guy. (laughs) Uh, We understand you're not 64. (laughs) Cena... (laughs) The thing is that Cena can cut a fucking incredible money promo, but a lot of times he just it's just garbage that rolls out of his mouth. Embarrassing I garbage. I, honestly, I'm going to take the other side on this one. I don't know why you guys would be surprised. I mean, he's going to fight this guy. He's going to talk shit at him. Yeah, why wouldn't he but, but make Cena, fun of him? But Cena has this whole... He's a jock, and he makes jock jokes, and it's... They're not funny. They're not funny, and, it, and it's very... And, and some of that stuff can be damaging... 
in the subtleties of pro wrestling. I'm sorry to like, you know, I, I feel like I take it too seriously sometimes in that respect, but it's like, it, it's especially someone like Bray Wyatt. I mean, it's, there needs to be dire consequences. Right. For, you can make for, jokes for making fun of Bray Wyatt. You can make jokes about Randy that's Orton. That's why they're going to fight. Or people, anyone yeah, but, else. But, but Tom Sibley, you and your precious attitude era, you did, you have never <laughs> seen the episode where The Undertaker crucifies Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's the best way to describe it. Because you want to talk about getting the media talking? That got the media talking. Back a guy up to a cross. Free advertising. He's going to tie Steve Austin to his symbol and hoist him up. But Cena, he can make jokes when it's another wrestler. Uh, it's, but Bray Wyatt is this thing, this fucking weirdo who appeared. He's got a fucking family. And I feel like Cena should be Everyone. a little more concerned and not do the same shtick where it's fucking, you know, uh, he does his little fucking... I, I I just I disagree. He's fighting him. I don't know why he's suddenly supposed to act like he's scared of him. He's getting. That's what I'm saying. He's trying to go in to fight. I'm just saying. It Ray Wyatt be. needs his heat back. He'll get it. I mean, God, how much heat does the guy need? He needs to. It needs to matter because uh, I feel like you may agree with this. Maybe everyone might, might agree with this. Kevin, who do you think is going to win that match? Yeah. John Cena or Bray Wyatt? Good question. Uh, I think John Cena. Bray Wyatt wins by just being in the match, I think. Exactly. So the a lot the, of truth to that. The big money is on Cena winning that. Yes. So why doesn't Bray Wyatt eviscerate John Cena leading up to it? Get something at stake instead of it just being, hey, I'm going to pick the fat kid at the dance to, 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 to dance with and then make him look like the prom king. You know, it should be it should be the end of Carrie. It should be, oh my God, that kid Bray Wyatt is covered in blood and is fucking scaring everyone at the dance. And now he took the quarterback, John Cena, and murdered him. It, yeah, it makes more sense for that though. That he would talk all that shit and, and take him down a peg, and then Bray Wyatt will come in and just eviscerate him in a scary way. And then, uh oh, John Cena shouldn't be so quick to talk like that. Let's see it. <laughs> let's see it, Tom Sibley. Uh oh, booking uh-oh. genius, Tom Sibley. Let's see, let's see it. Give him the book. Give Sibley guys, the book. You know, <laughs> we can all have our own opinions on wrestling. I know my all of mine seemingly will be wrong. <laughs> well, maybe not. Who's your favorite wrestler? It's honestly, it's The Rock this week. Why is that? Um, I went. I I, I filmed a commercial this past week, and I saw one big of The shot. Rocks. Big shot. Yeah, real big, big shot. Man from Hollywood. You big are the big rock time right now. Huh? Big time. I filmed a campaign this week. He's a we filmed six spots. He's a WWF Get to the champ. rock part. Get to and the rock part. We could see the rock's house from where we were filming on this road, one of his many houses on top of a mountain overlooking like the whole Simi Valley. Mm-hmm. And um after that, I was just so excited to see this guy's house that I started like reading about the rock and reading about his workouts and reading about his diet and then rewatching his special. Sounds like you had a lot of free time to not watch Stark 883. Marking out, I believe is the term. Yeah, I marked for. out big time over the rock looking at his Instagram pictures, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Wow. And uh I talked to one of the guys on set mm-hmm. about the rock cuz he had worked on with him on his like positivity show 
And I was like, what was he like? And I love the answer guy. He was like, he was the coolest guy. He was so nice to everybody. That's everyone true. loved working with him. Yeah. And I did not know his ex-wife is his like manager who's with him all the time, which is a, a very interesting thing. Making it work. Yeah. Jesus, he cut out the 50% and just got it down to 15. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Jeez. And I, I was very quick to ask about his diet. And he said, yeah, he's eating all the time. There, he's always got people with him, you know, serving him his food when he has to <laughs> and stuff like that. Because The Rock has to eat like seven or eight times a day. Did you watch some promos and some matches also? <laughs> Uh, I, those were very popular. No, I have <laughs> I, work in the wrestling business. Yeah. Listen, I, I, <laughs> I, mean, uh, you're me, I, I you're telling me you're watching the, the I had Tooth a, Fairy on Hulu on your phone. I don't know what to tell <laughs> you. I, 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 you got I had the a, network. A very I'm busy begging week. you. I'm begging you to watch Starcade 83. I haven't had the chance. I said it to Vince. I said Starcade 83 is the is the Beach Boys pet sounds. To the uh, WrestleMania's, the Beatles' Sergeant Pepper. Pepper, you know? Listen, guys. It's all I'm... Just calm your boners down about Starcade 83. Just begging you. To and... watch anything before 1999. All right. Okay. Next episode. Real episode. We, I will have absolutely... They're all real to me. What's your favorite rock match? Um, Give me something, Tommy. The balcony on his house that overlooks Staring the off Valley. Into, did you it would watch? have to be the one with Stone Cold where he walked out first, even though he won. Because that was really... That's emotional. That's some real emotion right there between those two guys that have worked so well together. <laughs> I don't know. What? I, it sounds yeah. like you just asked him uh, what the W stands for. I don't know what the... I know. Was that real, what you just said? No. He was... <laughs> fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> the Brock walked out first. In, in, at, in, at like WrestleMania, oh my God! At, Are you guys really going to sit there and act like the one me? where The Rock won? <laughs> All right. See, I feel like you just threw out a ludicrous <laughs> statement, and now you're going to make me fish for the answer, and you're just going to start I saying yes. I don't know all the numbers. There's one. I think it's a WrestleMania match between. What did The Stone Rock Col- look like? What did his haircut look like? <laughs> I think it was a midway point where he had the little bit of hair on top, mm. and the shave sides. Mm-hmm. The Rock wins. Mm-hmm. He tells Stone Cold that, like, you know, he loves him in the ring, and he and he talks okay, to him, and then the he gets time. out, and he walks backwards right. out of the ring and points, and he gives Stone Cold this thing. It was a really beautiful thing. All right, Any was, guesses, Kevin? It was Re- 19. <laughs> it was WrestleMania 19. Okay, congratulations. Uh, you guys know that number, and I don't. Jesus Christ, Tom. This is your homework from last time. What's more important, Kevin? He's a heel, Rob. He's a heel now. Your least favorite rock match. Uh, See, I have one right off. What's yours? I'm, just, I'm teeing up my own question again. I could do my own interview to myself. Uh, what is it? What was it when they uh, when he beat the hell out of Mick with the chairs? Uh, why? A well, rumble? Be, just because that was a rumble, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the Rumble 2000. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't even go back and watch that. It's brutal. It's disgusting. It is. Why? Oh no, it's not the Rumble 2000. It's the Rumble 1999. It's it's why in the, the, the movie. Uh, it's in. Uh, uh, the why is that? Because of the chair shots. Yeah, knowing what we know now about them, and you know, three of them could have done it instead of sixteen or however many oh, it was. God, Jesus Christ. Um. Wait. Well, you know, that's on. Uh, that's on uh, a lot of people, I guess. Who else would it be on? Well. I mean, if when you watch Beyond the Mat and you read McFoley's books, it it seems like it seems like it's all on the Rock. But he, it's not all on the Rock. 
you can't just but it, that's just not how it works he just wouldn't be hitting him like i don't know maybe i don't he, it's he seems like he went up just one or two too many the impression that but I got out of like a dozen and a half, it's like, all right, I guess one or two is one too many. But it's like, it, I don't know. And Mick I Foy's character is all about taking like a lot of pain. I know, too. but I, the, the, I know that's the weird thing. But, you it's, know, like, but it's it, beyond it, the mat and Mick Foley's books made me dislike The Rock because I was like, God, he took such serious liberties with Mick Foley. It's on everybody because at that time, know, headshots, people that's were taking thing. shots to the head Fucking, all like, the time. The Brooklyn Brawler was going to take would would take. A fucking full-on open headshot with a fucking chair in 1999 to get on TV. Every one of them. It's just... And that's why Mick... And they were trying to replicate something that Mick had already done early in his career of taking a million headshots. And they were going to beat that. It's just like... uh, It's... I, I, I... I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. Yeah. At I, least, I, I, don't, though, I don't disagree with Kevin at all, but it's, I don't, what do you think, Vince? What I think is that he, he came through the curtain knowing that he was going to take several shots to the head and that he had the presence of mind to make sure his wife and kids were at ringside. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> well, you know what I never knew, but I, I, I read that uh, the original finish was supposed to be Rock threatens... Because Mick Foley refuses to give up, so Rock goes over and threatens the wife and kids with the chair. Mm. Ugh. That would just be disgusting. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 heat. That, yeah, that's too much. That's too much heat. That's Sounds like the, the kids may have genuinely heat. thought they were going to get hit. That's yeah. bad heat. Well, yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't I wonder, have been working. I wonder if that's why. Did the finish change because they took off? That's not the one where he he recorded on Sunday Night Heat him saying I quit and then the- well that's absolutely right so that's- they must have changed the finish early on yeah and that's a Meltzer thing who knows if that was even the finish but it's all of it's a Meltzer thing it's all a Meltzer thing who is this David Meltzer and where does he get those wonderful toys. <laughs> Uh, Vince, who's your favorite wrestler? My favorite wrestler this week is uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> uh, I have been enjoying uh, a plethora of his work on the network, and it's nothing I didn't already know, but God damn it, that's a motherfucker uh, who, like we always talk about Nakamura coming through the curtain and you know who he is and every movement and everything he did. He just fucking, everything he's doing before the match, I'm mm-hmm. fucking completely into it. He had that whole period where he had the uh, like the shin guard. That he was wearing yes. it would turn it around when he did the figure four on people. And it was, and it was a, nothing more than like a little league, like a, like something a, a, the catcher would wear. It was like, this was not something given to you by a doctor. <laughs> and, and I love... You went a, to fucking Mike. Uh, 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 what's the... Dick Sporting Dick. You went to Dick's. Dicks. Or, or Models. You went to Michael's Art Supplies. That's where, <laughs> my, Michael's. that's where my head's at, kid. And I love there's a period where uh, in WWF, he has this insane cowlick in the front of his hair, right? It's, it's like it's like licked right? up with a, with gel or something, and it it's like does he think heat. that he's yeah? Is it for heat? Does he no. think it looks cool? <laughs> it's it's the most outrageous it thing. It definitely looks cool. <laughs> no, it does not look but cool. It's, but in a heat way, in a, yeah. If if he's going and he's like, I'm going to do my hair so that these motherfuckers hate it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I mean, I'm. I wish we had talked more about this encyclopedia. We've got it fucking in front of us every fucking episode. Also, Kevin, when does the fifty book come out? Yeah. Uh, the thirty March thirty first. Uh, Amazon shipped it already. So if you're, if you bought it on Amazon, you got it already. Oh, you're looking good. What kind of book oh. launch party are you going to throw? I think this is it. 
Oh, well, all <laughs> right. Good. Huzzah. <laughs> he's got the in the encyclopedia, the photo. He's got page 138. We are 138. We are. Do you think I'm robot clean? Have I ever told that story? What's that? My uh, my brother's friend, Joe Verney. Well, my friend, too. But my brother's uh, roommate in college. He uh, when they, he had a, him and his brother had a cassette of the Misfits when they were really young. And uh, it was a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. And he thought they were saying, we all want dirty AIDS. Mm. Oh. And he's like, wow, these guys, the misfits are crazy. <laughs> That's a little different deal there, yeah. They talk about killing babies and wanting AIDS. <laughs> but yeah. Hammer. Barrel chested. Uh, you know, well, you know, uh, it darkest episode last time. You know, figured yeah, we did get this pretty issue. Dark. We definitely lightened it up. That was some funny stuff. We though. just touched on AIDS now. It's almost over. Um, Kevin, do you pick the pictures for each entry? Uh, for the encyclopedia, I did a lot of it. Uh, not so much for this latest one, WW50. The uh, publisher took care of those. Well, let me tell you, I don't know if you recall or not, but the picture for Greg the Hammer Valentine is perfect. I'm looking at it. It's great. Did you pick this? I I don't remember if I did that one. Look at the look on this motherfucker's face. (laughs) It is... He is ready to. There is no question in my mind that this guy is ready to devour me. Tom, look What's at him. the two fists. It's a very ornate robe. But it's, wow. it, but it's his face. It's his too. face. It's his, his eyes are blank. His eyes are saying, I'm ready. There's are, nothing more flamboyant about this guy, even though he's wearing a sparkly right. robe and hair, than his own face. Because he knows that he's also gorgeous. Yeah. He is a living Valentine. He is a Valentine for everyone in the audience that they that he has graced them with the courtesy of letting them see him. <laughs> I wonder, and he probably has answered this in a shoot, but I mm. wonder if when they were like, "Hey, um, Hammer, yeah, uh, we know that you're like wrestling royalty and all that, and that you're a fucking tremendous worker, but uh, we we need you to go ahead and work with Hogan's." Uh buddy or cousin fucking Brutus Beefcake because he was saddled with Beefcake for a long time, and I wonder if that's how it felt to him. He's like, Jesus Christ. I got to fucking work with Brutai every night. Hey, Kev, when you were writing a Grandmaster Sexay's <laughs> uh, entry, did you just write that one from the heart or was that that, that take a lot of research? <laughs> Lawler's kid? I, I'm going back to read it. Let's see here. Oh, that's all heart. Come on. <laughs> so just one They're wacky back. ring gear and crazy dance routines. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to bring it up. Like it is. I'm sorry to bring it up again, but did, did the Grand Wizard die of AIDS? Dude. Did he really? I no, but I I I'm honestly asking the Grand because Wizard it's wrestling? just weird that I brought it up. If he died in the eighties, yes, he did. Well, he was gay, and he and he definitely, di- but he might have had cancer. I honestly don't know. Like, I'm I'm not trying to be like. There's so many jokes that are no comments stop I want to make. I'm no, not going to no, make them. No, 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 I'm not no, going to no, make them. Not... No sir, no sir. But, I feel uh, like if you, if you called somebody Grand Wizard now, you'd immediately think of the KKK. Was that not? Well, an but issue? but also back what they did then, for heat, but, though, but, right? back, but back then too. But they never brought it up. And this guy's definitely uh, also Jewish. Is he wearing a turban? Yeah, no, then, yeah, it's a wizard turban. And then then you then you got all your right bases because he was also uh, Abdullah Farouk or something like that. Yeah. in uh, other places. So any KKK associations? Uh, the Grand Wizard well, here. It says um, he was revealed to be homosexual after his death. It says here he died of a heart attack. Kevin, did you make that up? Are you covering up the, the fact that the Grand Wizard died of AIDS? Uh, I'm just, that was Wikipedia. a terrible joke. We I want answers. That was awful, Kevin. <laughs> and we want him now. 
<laughs> Wikipedia, which tells the truth all the time, says heart attack. Yeah. Um, Matt. I guess that's just me being homophobic and, uh, and prejudging someone. Mm. I thought I read that somewhere. Thought I read that somewhere. Hey, Matt, uh, do you by chance, uh, do, you, do you have a favorite wrestler? Oh, that's Superfly Jimmy Snooker. Ah. Uh, I've been uh, devouring the network. Um, and the ECWs from ECW TV from 93 and 94 mm. are just. Oh. Just tremendous. And they're full of Superfly. The Superfly is a, a raving lunatic. <laughs> he really is. I mean, it is. He. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He, are you getting attacked? Are you okay, Kevin? Kevin, are you okay? It. Are the police you know at the, your door? That damn dog, <laughs> I tell you, I'm sure your listeners love it, like 11 o'clock at night won't stop barking. Mm. Is, is not- it Matilda screaming, <laughs> help me, help me, they did such terrible things to me? <laughs> no, it's not Matilda, nor is it my dog, which is more upsetting. Oh. oh Go out there and give it a pile drive. I might, I might. Or a figure four. So now you got me all hooked on this AIDS thing. I don't see anything. I Googled it. uh, You know what? I don't know where that came from. The rules are ungoogleable. I feel like somebody, I have no idea where I read that. This goes straight to the top. This must have just been. This one goes all the way to the president. This must have been on, because I remember years ago reading a website. I'd be damned if I could remember it, or I've been unable to Google it. But it was a list of just probably the best way to describe it is felonious allegations mm. just just ridiculous stuff but then like things like like any sordid rumor or story that may be true may halfway be true but like a list of like people who took dumps in other people's bags mm. and the and, and all the terrible things that they did to women or like the British bulldogs and that dog and then like people doing that things to like Jake's steaks and like or like, you know, misconduct between people or like uh like the rumor about like uh uh Virgil having some sort of sordid relationship with Pat Patterson allegedly or something, or that's how he got his job. Like mm. just allegation after allegation. Lanny after Popo allegation. can suck his own dick. Lanny Popo can suck his own dick, brother, was definitely on this list. Things like that of a sordid, seedy nature. Superfly. There's no, there's no question that's where I read the AIDS thing then. Oh. If this is unconfirmed. Erroneous. Uh, just erroneous. Misguided. It's all erroneous. Sure. And it makes sense around because he would have died uh, when that was a... Uh, he was a smoker. Um, no, but I'm just saying in the, in the particular years in the media, there's so much hype and, and a- accusation at everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Like Liberace, they, they tried to keep it a secret for... That did, he was what? Did, that he died of AIDS. That, didn't you watch the Behind the Candelabra? I did. I was just going to try oh. to make a joke. So why Liberace you... was gay. <laughs> a lot of uncomfortable jokes getting made here All today. Right. I'm not even making jokes. No, I know. Oh, 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 I'm... oh. Oh, you're talking about Tom. Tom's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm the worst, guys. <laughs> Tom's the worst person in the world. <laughs> I want to know. Uh, Snook has just been cutting these promos that are terrifying to me. Um, because he's just... I keep wanting to not say, but like Paul Heyman keeps popping in my stupid head where he's like, he comes through the screen. Yeah. I I love the idea of Paul Heyman calling him in the middle of the night, which he was notorious for always calling people in the middle of the night. Yeah. And and asking Jimmy to come in. 
Superfly, he's on his phone. Let me tell you something. I'm sure Jimmy was awake. I'm sure he was <laughs> wide awake. Uh, and he's a heel. That's the big thing. Because I watched WWF, so I only saw Jimmy Snooker as just, hey, I'm Jimmy Snooker, and I'm upset because somebody smashed a coconut on my head, or I'm upset with Don Morocco because he ripped me off, and I'm going to tag with Andre and... Just the, he's a wild man from the Fiji Islands, and he's lovable. But as the heel, and especially in the ECW, because I have With the like, glasses, right? The glasses are <laughs> phenomenal. And and then like they get and, and, and to Paul Heyman's credit, he knew it's just just let Jimmy talk for a little bit because the 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 the, the one uh, it's on the it's on the network. I forget which number it is, but it looks the the, the thumbnail is. Jimmy Snooker in those goddamn glasses. And it is for, I think it's at like 17 minutes and 30 seconds because I kept rewinding to look at it and then I made a fine out of it. But it's just, it goes, this is Jimmy the Superfly Snooker, ECW. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) (laughs) Insane. And he looks great. He's got his fucking glasses on and he's got his hair like tight underneath a bandana. Did he still have the bod or something? He's wearing like a, a, a jacket and almost if I'm recalling correctly, I believe he has a towel around his neck. Like under the jacket, which is like with the way Sandow used to dress when he had yeah. a character. Yeah, yeah. God damn! Mm-hmm. But I, I love. I'm loving heel snooker. I got a little piece of heel snooker with just like garbage. I like tapes I would order off the internet of like him and uh, actually him and Paul Orndorff when they were tag team partners. Have you seen that stuff, Kevin? No. Where are we talking? Mid Atlantic. Yeah, it's Mid Atlantic stuff. They were no. uh, they were ch- champs or some sort of. You know who? It, it seems like they had so many different belts and like different tag team belts and stuff. And they were the Eastern Southern NWA up top down round and round we go champions. Middleweight catch as catch can wait. Tom Sibley Gate. <laughs> um. Well, Kevin, we want to thank you sincerely for being on the show. Uh, is there? Uh, give us a tell us where, once again where we can find uh, books that you've written. Uh, Amazon's your best bet. Go to Amazon.com. Go to our Just, banner. You should go to the We Watch Wrestling Podcast website and go through our Amazon banner and Actually, buy I'll, all of your books. I'll right? put up direct links to both your books uh, right after the podcast is done. There you go. Right yeah, there. there we go. That but is it meant why to say was the... go to We Watch Wrestling and click the banner. <laughs> all right. Now start answering these questions correctly, please. That is why Rob is the best uh, podcast producer in this podcast. Best in the biz, except for his intro. <clears throat> whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Hey, Major that, heel. That hello, Kevin, bear. where are you at on Twitter and all that business? Yeah. Uh, your best bet is at Sullivan Books. Uh, uh, say that again. Yeah, I think say you that might have there I am on Twitter. So, at Sullivan Books. Yeah. Excellent. Um, uh, Tom, where can we find you on uh, the internet? You can find me at, at the Tom Sibley. And me and my brother Rob do another podcast called Goof City. You guys can check that out. It's a, little, it's a good time. Oh, uh, uh, Rob, where can we find you on Twitter? At RM at Sibley. 
Uh, Vince, where can we find you on uh, uh, the internet? I'm at Vince Averill, and I'm Time Limit Draw on Tumblr. And this is uh, Matt McCarthy. I am at McCarthy Redhead, and uh, keep uh, watching the Pete Holmes Show, Midnight's on TV, uh, TBS. Kevin, you got a wrestling-related song you'd like to hear us go out on? Exactly. Oh, oh wow. Talk about pressure. My favorite one ever is the uh, Coliseum Home Video theme. The uh, the original one? the the Which one? Yeah, do you hear my... My five-year-old son invading this interview. <laughs> Who's his favorite? Oh my God! Who's uh, his favorite? The, uh, wrestler? You know, does he have a favorite wrestler? Yeah, does he watch wrestling? Uh, I don't let him watch wrestling. <laughs> is it Sheamus? Oh, it's Sheamus, isn't it? You just don't want to tell us it's Sheamus. It's JTG. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, you know, the kid's got uh, you know good street taste. cred. He likes watching superstars, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what song was it? The Coliseum Home Video. Oh, thing. that's right. the The original one. The original one. Yeah, it's just uh, some uh, instrumental. Absolutely, let's do that. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, it's good, man. It's if good. your kid wants to say hi to the We Watch Wrestling audience, have him jump in. Oh, yeah, make him famous. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Ask him who's, who's your fa- favorite. Yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler, dude? He doesn't even know what wrestling is. Mm, brother. He shrugged his shoulders. <laughs> Give this, him an elbow drop. He pointed at him me. up. I understand. You don't take your work home with you. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what if he was like, I don't watch that. Any luck, crap. Rob? I think, I think I got it. I think it's coming up. Uh, here we go. All right. Man, this is going to be unbelievable. Well, this is the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. We are here each and every Wednesday at 3.16 a.m. 3.16 a.m. every Wednesday. We watch wrestling. We sincerely thank uh, our wonderful guest, uh, Kevin Sullivan, for being here with us. He is, once again, uh, to remind you, the author of the WWE Encyclopedia, updated and expanded the definitive guide to WWE. And uh, March 31st, uh, unless you are ordering it through our banner on YouTube. Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> wow, there we not- go. Is this it? This is not it. Is it? That, I don't know what this is. But... The WWF Coliseum video really? theme early 1990s. Was that was it? Was that it? Kevin, was that it? I think I was more in the uh, 86, 87. Don't make me hum it. Uh, okay, hold on. <laughs> can you sing us out? <laughs> we'll give you complete silence. You can yeah. just do your own thing. I don't think so. And uh, what's the book coming out again on March 31st? What's the exact title, Kevin? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at Paw Patrol games. This is quality radio. I'm sorry. Uh, WWE 50. Okay. Uh, WWE 50. Celebrating 50 years of sports entertainment. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Okay, is this it? Here we go. Here we go. Well, hello, bear. Hello, bear. Oh, well, maybe the bear doesn't... Well, I... I... It said it on YouTube. It's playing them a second ago. I don't know why it's fucking stole now. Well, we can we can put it in in post. Uh, <laughs> check us out uh, on our website, wewatchwrestlingpodcast.com. Uh, uh, email us, wewatchwrestlingpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, uh, follow us on Twitter at wewatchwpodcast. Uh, thank you for watching wrestling with us. We're going to go watch wrestling right now, and we suggest you do the same. <laughs> thank God. you for Thanks. listening. Thank you very much, Thanks, guys. Kevin. Thank, thank you, Kevin. 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 Thank you, Kevin.